Hello, my name is Adam, and today I want to talk about these animals that have been reported circling all around the world, their connection to the scripture, the days of Noah, and the warning that the Most High has. Okay, so here we are at www.parableofthevineyard.com. Everything I cover tonight is going to be in article form. I'll leave a link for this article in the description box and as a pinned comment below. That way, you can go back and reference anything I'm discussing here on this study. So let's get started. Let's talk about these animal circles and the days of Noah. If you have not heard yet, there is a mysterious phenomenon happening around the world that has people asking many questions. Why are sheep and other animals suddenly and collectively walking in circles? Just in case you have not seen or heard about it yet, here's a quick recap of some of the incidents. That'd be an interesting time. So I'm going to be honest. I think sometimes we can, we've gotten, at least I've gotten just so used to hearing about stories about fish dying and, and birds falling in the air. And we know that these are all signs of the times when this one came up uh, at first, I didn't pay much attention to it. I'm like, okay, so, so what? And you may be looking at this. So, okay, so what? Animals are walking in circles. So what? But this morning, a story found within the scriptures came to my mind, and I'd like to share it with you. This anomaly has generated many speculations and proposed theories, and what I'm about to share may just be another concept to throw into the mix, or it could be the answer we're looking for. I don't know. The end result, as many have guessed, is a warning from our Creator. That's what most people have summarized. Today, I'd like to share some evidence to back that theory. Our investigation begins with Joshua chapter 10. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. Joshua 10, 13. 
Joshua 10.13 and 2 Samuel 1.18 mention a book called Jasher, or in the Hebrew, Yashar, meaning the upright. This book was not included in the 66 book canon, yet it was referenced from, from within twice. The Torah, which is Genesis through De- Deuteronomy, is the foundation of the entire scriptures and retells history from Adam and Eve to the death of, death of Moses. The book of Yashar provides more details for the researcher of truth, shedding more light on specific stories. This is how our father operates. While scholars say the book we have today isn't the same mentioned in the scriptures, that's the book of Jasher, there's a growing group of people who are searching it out for themselves and have come to a different conclusion. It is the glory of Elohim to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. And by the way, Elohim is the Hebrew word uh, for God. That was Proverbs 25 too. So there's people searching these things out for themselves and not just relying on what scholars for centuries have been saying. The account of Noah's Ark is no stranger to this hunt for more truth. And within this book of Jasher, we may find the answer to the animal phenomenon happening around us. Have you ever wondered how Noah was able to gather every single species? That must have been an overwhelming task. At that time, after the death of Methuselah, Yahweh, this is our Heavenly Father's name, commonly well it was replaced in the scriptures over 6,000 times as the Lord but this is a Hebrew name this is the Tetragrammaton Yahweh said to Noah go with your household into the ark behold I will gather to you all the animals of the earth the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air and they shall all come and surround the ark and so we see our heavenly father is the one that did this and here we see that the animals surrounded the ark. And you shall go and seat yourself by the doors of the ark. And all the beasts, the animals, and all the fowls shall assemble and place themselves before you. And such of them as that shall come and crouch before you, you shall take and deliver into the hands of your sons, who shall bring them to the ark. And all that will stand before you, you shall leave. And Yahweh brought this about on the next day. And animals, beasts, and fowls came in great multitudes and surrounded the ark. That's Jasher 6, 1 through 3. Think about this. Our creator has authority over all the animals worldwide now, just as he did thousands of years ago. So just in the drop of a hat or at his timing, he was able to make all these animals just go straight over to Noah and the ark. What would it look like if all these animals surrounded the ark? Understanding our Father would have full control of the animals and is an Elohim of order and not chaos. These animal circles come to mind. They wouldn't just be a big glob of animals just, you know, just strewed around all over the place. They would probably be walking in single file line, possibly even around the ark. Just a thought. And Noah went and seated himself by the door of the ark and of all flesh that crouched before him, he brought into the ark and all that stood before him, he left upon the earth. If you didn't catch that, this is surely a sign of those who are meek and humble may enter, and those who are proud will not. Two and two came to Noah into the ark, but from the clean animals and clean fowls, he brought seven couples, as Elohim had commanded him. And all the animals and the beasts and the fowls were still there. And listen, and they surrounded the ark at every place. And the rain had not descended till seven days after. Jasher 6, 9 through 10. I was really intrigued to know what it would look like if the animals of the earth surrounded the ark. Desiring to search this out, 
or desiring to search out the word surrounded, our investigation takes us back to the book of Joshua. Strong's concordance did not find the word surrounded in the KJV, but we were able to find this. Joshua 6.3, And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shall ye do six days. That word used was sabab, which translates into to turn, to turn around or around, um, to go about or around, surround, encircle, change direction, to turn, to turn about, be brought around, to march or walk around, to make a circuit, which if, if you look at the definition of circuit, is to uh, go in a circle starting and ending at the same place. Surround, encompass, uh, to encompass, to surround, to assemble around, to march, to go about, to enclose, envelop. So we can see here that going around in a circle and surrounding is the same Hebrew word. Uh, here we have uh, to revolve, re to surround, to border, uh, literally and figuratively uh, to bring, to cast, fetch, lead, make, walk, to whirl, round about, to be on every side, to compass, about, around. So how interesting, this same word sabab used for surround is also used for compassing or circling, just like the story of Joshua and Jericho. If you didn't remember that, remember that story, they were commanded to march around Jericho once for six days. And on the seventh day, they would do it seven times. And at the end of the seven days, the walls fell down. So just some thoughts here. Perhaps it is a coincidence that the majority of the circling reports were sheep, the animal Yahuwah frequently uses to signify his people. With this in mind, let us take ourselves back to the story of Noah and the ark right before the flood came. And all the animals and beasts and fowls were still there, and they surrounded the ark at every place, and the rain had not descended till seven days after. And on that day, Yahuwah caused the whole earth to shake, and the sun darkened, and the foundations of the world raged, and the whole earth was moved violently, and the lightning flashed, the thunder roared, and all the fountains in the earth were broken up, such as was not known to the inhabitants before. And Elohim did this mighty act in order to terrify the sons of men, that there might be no more evil upon the earth. And still, the sons of men would not return from their evil ways. And they increased the anger of Yahweh at that time, and did not even direct their hearts to all this. And at the end of seven days, in the 600th year of the life of Noah, the waters of the flood were upon the earth. Joshua 6, 10 through 13. Our Heavenly Father, who is full of compassion and mercy, sends these signs in order that people may wake up and repent. Nevertheless, as before, the majority will not pay attention to it. I'm sure most people seeing this are like, so what? What about all the, as I mentioned earlier, all the fish dying, all the birds dying, all these crazy signs that are happening all over the earth, these earthquakes in diverse places and famines and all, all sorts of things, pestilences. The thing that has been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new. It has been already of old time, which was before us. That which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been, and Elohim requires that which is past. Perhaps these animal circles are nothing new, but as we saw here in Jasher, 
have, right after they surround the ark, encircled the ark, encompassed the ark, then the real birth pangs came. If these animals point, uh, by, and by the way, that was Ecclesiastes 1, 9 through 10 and three fifteen, which we just read a second ago. If these animals point us back to Noah, the ark, and the eventual flood, where should this direct our attention? This is where the days of Noah come in. I may be completely off base with this, but I do believe these animals should be a wake-up call to us all. We are in the days of Noah for many reasons. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Matthew 24, 37-39 Also as it was in the days of Lot. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they were building. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even in this way shall it be when the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down and take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife, don't turn back. Because when he comes, he's coming to gather his righteous. This isn't some rapture doctrine, what the church teaches. But there is a coming of the master to bring back his righteous people that are ready at his coming. So what's the message here? Are you right with Elohim? Have you put your faith in his son that he sent, that died on the cross for us? And through him we have forgiveness of sins. Have you cried out for salvation? Have you repented of your sins? Are you walking in the way that our Messiah taught? And this is what is broadly lacking for those that believe in Messiah. Are you ready for the second coming of Messiah? If not, there's still time. If you are, hold fast. Our day may be closer than we think. While many, even the woke, are preparing for doomsday, I believe Yahweh wants to know who among his people are putting their fear in what man is doing and who is putting their fear in him alone. While food and diesel shortages may come, death and destruction is on the horizon, financial collapse is looming, so is our Messiah. Ready to remove the righteous from Sodom and Gomorrah before the bottom falls out. The scriptures above let us know he will be returning while life will be con continuing as normal. No, what's normal these days? I don't know. But I tell you, I have a feeling he's coming when people least expect it. People are looking for all these doomsday things and their fears in man, their fears in these financial collapses and these resets and all these different things where our fear and our focus should be on him and getting right with him and getting to know him through his scriptures daily, prayer, study. You're not to say it is a conspiracy regarding everything that this people call a conspiracy. And you are not to fear what they fear or be in dread of it. The world is in fear of these things that are coming upon the earth and are even here now. But that's not for us. We're supposed to be his precious possession. Our fear should be towards him alone. It is Yahweh Sabaot whom you are to regard as holy. That's our Heavenly Father. And he shall be your fear and he shall be your dread. Bind up the testimony and seal the Torah, that's the law, among my disciples. 
Are you his disciple? And I will wait for Yahuwah who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will wait eagerly for him. Behold, I and the children whom Yahuwah has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from Yahuwah Sabaoth who dwells in Mount Zion. That was Isaiah 8, 12-13 and 16-18. Prepare now for many, most, will be ashamed at his second coming. This is what he says. Not everyone that says unto me, Master, Master, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because when he comes, he's bringing his kingdom with him. And he says, many, most, will not be able to enter. But he that does the will of my Father takes action, faith, and obedience. He that does the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Master, Master, have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name have cast out devils? And in your name have done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity lawlessness people talk about the antichrist being the lawless one why do you think he's called the lawless one think about that for a second think about what the word actually means if you were unsure if you're ready there's no better time than now to seek him with all your heart those who fear yahuwah will not disobey his words and those who love him will keep his ways those who fear yahuwah will seek his approval and those who love him will be filled with the torah that's his instructions for life the same Torah that our Messiah came to confirm and strengthen and magnify according to the prophecy of Isaiah. He did not come to do away with it. Those who fear Yahweh will prepare their hearts and will humble themselves before him. Ecclesiasticus chapter 2, 15 through 17. There is a playlist I would like to recommend to you. I pray it proves a blessing to you on your journey. That is if you have more questions about the walk in the way of the Most High. Blessings and Shalom in Messiah Yahushua's name.